Hey, Metastential in a bite-sized travel-to-go package. Tom Bennett, Derek Phillips, talking Metastential, the overlap of digital and culture. Let's do it as a podcast. Okay. So, Derek. Hey, Tom. Good to see you. How are you? Well, I'm I'm good. Are you? Yeah, the new, new year, like it yeah. or not. It started. <laughs> right. We, hey, at least we're here. We saved Keith Richards and Betty White. Oh, thank God. Thank goodness. Thank God. Yeah. So let's talk about the promise of social media. Okay. Right. You had sent me this, uh, this kind of this proclamation from Lindy West mm-hmm. uh, in The Guardian who has who has left Twitter. Yeah. Yep. She's done. She's right. had it. Right. And though you have cautioned me quite correctly to not turn any conversation to do a screed against Twitter. Right. It's not, we don't mean it this way, but, but I'm really interested in how the promise of social media was something. Yeah. And it's become something else. Yeah. Which we'll talk about. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the question, right? Has it, has, has it, it, is it living up to the promise or has it turned into a threat? (laughs) Yeah. A threat. And, and we'll just say, I mean, almost with a tiny bit of tongue in cheek, but truly we, we have a president elect that's, that is wielding Twitter to an effect that may not have been foreseen by others. Yeah. He's uh, an effective user of Twitter. (laughs) Yes. That we can say. We can say that effective (laughs) is true. And, uh, you know, it used to be a bright and sunny way of saying I'm having a sandwich and now it's a way of antagonizing the Chinese over Taiwan. You know, it's a thing. So in some ways Twitter might have arrived, you know, but, um, you know, what's the, what's the, what is the responsibility of, of platforms? Uh And if Twitter or not Twitter, if, if any of the social media platforms bear a responsibility to manage this Mm -hmm. or do we, as the public still, right? Right. So where's the control? Where's the responsibility? mm -hmm. And, um, is there, Still a promise mm-hmm. left in social media that um, can can put, can you know affect good in the right. world. So let's let's take it back. We'll go right. back ten years maybe. Okay. So you know you and I we used to work together mm-hmm. proselytizing, if you will, for social media. Yep. There were a lot of conversations about what 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 is we deal with brand owners or or even you know the regulators, and mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh, we're not doing that. No. And we had to talk a lot about well, what's the promise? That the promise is. Is, uh, is, is a channel, right? Connection. It's connection. Yeah. Connection with your customers. For brands, it's connection with your customers or potential customers. And for uh, individuals, it's, it's connection maybe with people who aren't, is, aren't in our everyday lives. Yeah. And I think what, what the, the naysayers might have been comparing it to back then was mm-hmm. uh, kind of a benign a force, but there was a kind of a little hard to understand why knowing what you had as for yeah. lunch was important. You know, what does that mean? Right. Right. And, uh, so it was, it was seen as frivolous on one hand and a little bit dangerous on the other hand, particularly with brands who were concerned about losing control over how they're, they're positioned in the public. If you, if you kind of hand it over to commenters, well then what, what if somebody says a negative thing? And that was always, remember that? That yeah, was of always course. the first thing. Well, what if we get a negative comment? And and that was kind of focused on maybe a lone wolf kind of person, right? right? right. You might get one crazy. Yeah. In fact, funny side story, story on the radio this morning about the Portland City Council. And there's just this one old welder from like New York that yeah. goes to all the meetings and just shouts them down. <laughs> right. He's literally been doing it for like three 
mayoral administrations oh, yeah. and kind of winning the battle because he's just this one lone so he's wolf. he's a real life troll. He's a troll. He's literally a troll. <laughs> and he sounds like a troll. I mean, because he, he, he wheels an oxygen mask. And His Amazon reviews must be amazing. Something, yeah. But but so, I mean, that was, I think, what people used to be worried about, yeah. which was this kind of single voice maybe that might put a blotch. Sure. Say something mean or negative about my brand. I might get it. it's out there. Or I'd get a negative Yelp review. Yeah. And our response would be, well, that that's an opportunity for conversation because not only would could you deal with that that one person who's maybe not happy with your mm-hmm. product or service mm-hmm. but it lets other people see that you care and that you are directing you know your responses to people and that that had a that that seemed to resonate with a lot of a lot of clients back then. So I want to I want to call out two things you just said though. You yeah. said conversation. Yep. Right? right. Which which implies a certain back and forth mm-hmm. or a certain amount of genteel you know, uh-huh. discourse on something. And then the other idea that you could engage with that person yeah. to a, a greater effect. Right. Right. But again, it was about a single person with, with real realistic or rational engagement. It seems like the dynamics now have changed a little bit. Mm. So Lindy West writes in the guardian, which I think we'll link this to you guys real quick. Just, uh, just start with the title. Oh yeah. Piece. Yeah. I've left Twitter. It is unusable for anyone, but trolls, robots, and dictators. Right, like that, that the whole the whole article right there in the headline. Right, and and had we dropped this article in front of us ten years ago, could we have believed it? I would have been on the side of like, oh, they just don't get it. Right, you know. But see now, okay, interesting because there was this kind of weird in that. Oh, they just don't get it. Was mm-hmm. there a certain smug sort of we know better? Um, I think there was maybe a bit of naivety. Yeah, I uh, I probably <laughs> leaned a little too heavily on our better angels coming mm-hmm, through, mm-hmm. and that ultimately, um, you know, the the truth comes out, or the you know the the the, the you know the real ideas surface. Right. And so now instead of our better angels, we have trolls, robots, and dictators. We do. And, and you guys have, have a look at this article. I mean, it's well, it's well written. Mm -hmm. There's a very brave woman who talks Mm -hmm. about engaging on Twitter and kind of not necessarily worrying about the trolls so much. The individual attacks on her are kind of sound horrible actually. Um, but she, she, she deals with that, but the, but her main reason for abandoning Twitter as a platform is that Twitter itself doesn't seem to want to bear any responsibility for what's going on. Yeah, that 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 kind of plays a key role in in her ultimate decision to leave. But what I find interesting about this article is it is it as an article hits on this very idea of of the promise of social media and whether the scales have tipped mm-hmm. because everything leading up to her decision finally to leave is is really just like, well, it's not like, you know, I couldn't deal with trolls. I dealt with them every day. That was okay. I can do that. Mm-hmm. But over time, it starts to build and build and build, and suddenly that becomes the balance of your day, on or balance of her day on yeah. Twitter. Right. Right. Well, okay. And then what is she not saying? Because uh, you know we we talked about this a little bit in the run up to this conversation, but mm-hmm. um, you know dealing with one troll against your Yelp reviews is one thing. Sure. Dealing with a chorus of trolls and robots and dictators against you know you ad hominem you know derek i hate you go kill yourself you know has its cumulative effect right but i think even beyond that is now that this and i say trolls with quotes around it right now but Mm -hmm. um that the trolls now are connected with each other and (laughs) it's almost like dealing with a pack of coyotes instead of (laughs) one dog right it's a whole different deal right 
because because there's this tidal wave of abuse. Sure. And so what's what I'm feeling, and again, this is highly subjective, but I feel kind of culturally speaking that we're being like the value of our culture, especially when it comes to social media, has been eroded. Okay, and but let's take that apart a little bit because it goes back to what we were what we were talking about. The original idea and promise was that it's a way for a way to connect, and I and that's still true. It also means that not only am I able to connect with my friends back in the Midwest and family and see what their kids are up to and 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 have a kind of a closer connection to their daily lives, it also means that all of the jackals out there can better connect and mm-hmm. share their ideas and spin off of each other and raise their collective volume. Right. 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 And I, you know, we look at back at this this article. Um, there are a couple of quotes in here that I think are really interesting. So she talks about you know all the the dealing with trolls and stuff and how that's just, you know, that's just a part of the deal. And she says, surprisingly, none of the, none of that is the reason I left. I still love Twitter, the speed of information, the breadth of analysis, the jokes, the gifts, the fortifying, albeit intermittent solidarity, the chance to vet your instincts against those of, uh, those of people much smarter and better informed than you. Right. So she acknowledges, yeah, yeah. All that's still true, still mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. And she even says, I still believe, at least in the rear view mirror, in Twitter's importance as a dem- democratizing force, facilitating direct transparent access between the disempowered and the powerful, the marginalized and the ignorant. But I'm leaving anyway for a while. Right. Right? Like it, and that's what I find fascinating about this whole topic and this whole argument is, is all of the benefits, all of the positives of Twitter and any social media platform are still there. We still can connect with people mm-hmm. that we like mm-hmm. and we and you know we want to forge relationships with. It's 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 a, it's that other side of it though. Has has the balance tipped now that you have to deal with all of the negativity and it actually gets in the way of you having a a, a real connection with people you care about? Yeah, I wonder. And I, I also see it maybe a slightly different way in that, that Twitter has done such a good job of lubricating the connection among minds of all kinds. Yeah. Like it's, re, it's actually removed kind of a functional time and distance that mm-hmm. it may be a good idea for human coexistence. <laughs> maybe we should you know? hold on to that for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> but basically it's what it's done is it's, it's removed that space to where we are now compressed, at least intellectually compressed with each other in the same jar, Yeah, pretty tightly compacted, right? right? And so we've got a, you know, on the upside, we may have to learn how to get along better. Yeah, It's like, it's like creating a future world where that kind of looks like, um, kind of looks like that uh, Harrison Ford movie Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it looks like, so it starts to look like Blade Runner, you know, whereas this compressed community that's in the rain together that has to just live a different kind of life, yeah. you know? Well, I think that, that social media has also removed another barrier that we were talking about at lunch the other day where you, people aren't going to stand up in a crowded restaurant, most people stand up in a crowded restaurant and start shouting you know, their distaste of, or their dislike of that restaurant to anybody who's around in the room. Mm-hmm. Whereas you go online, you go on Yelp, you go onto their Facebook page and you can post the nastiest, meanest things you can come up with mm-hmm. and socially face very little repercussion. Right, right. Well, it's... it's you it's, as, as the complainer, I mean. Because you're, you are, yes, because you have an immediate channel to inflict the damage, but no way to see the impact. Or feel the impact. Right. You, you drop the bomb and walk away. Right. And that's, yeah, that is a military thing. You know, real different. 
having to fight someone hand to hand versus launch a rocket 500 miles away. It's a different thing. Yeah. So anyway, I know that's, that's ground we've covered before mm -hmm. the, the, the immediacy, but I, I just think it's really interesting now if the thinkers and, and I'll cop to this, I've kind of abandoned Twitter. We've talked right. about this, but if the thinkers leave Twitter and we abandon it to the trolls, are we abrogating a responsibility that we have? Is, sure. Has culture moved to social media like it or not? Meaning we need to keep the streets for ourselves there. Yeah. And keep the streets relatively policed and clean, <laughs> you know, because if right. we don't, if we just leave it to it, to itself and the, you know, the negative voices there, then it, it does that pose a different danger where mm -hmm. things are going on that, uh, aren't, aren't argued. Right. Facts don't enter into these conversations, or at least a different perspective doesn't enter into these conversations. Right. And that, well, that's, that's become a bigger force, you know, and that's, that's another topic to cover, which is fact versus what I say it is, you know, that's <laughs> yeah. happening all over the place Yeah, on both sides of the equation. Yeah. Well, more so on one than the other. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, that's true. Oh no. I don't know. So what are we, are we getting to a solution or not even a solution, but an answer? What do you think? I mean, is, has it tipped? Is social media a force of, of good on the balance or of, of bad? Subjectively, it's a force for evil right now. Yeah. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. and, and again, that might have to do with my own emotional state right now. I'm kind of hiding out this winter a little mm -hmm. bit. I go home and read a book. I yeah. don't engage. We've, you know, and, yeah. and it used to be I was kind of a social media creature. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I would not only engage on the social media channels, but I would also extend myself to teach classes and do things out in the world and, mm -hmm. you know, spend my extracurricular time engaging. And now I don't. And so I don't know if that's just me reacting to what's going on. Um, you know, I'm just going to take my Barbies and go home. Or is it, is there a larger force at work? I'm a little bit freaked out by the promise of social media turning the way it has. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. What about you? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm still with the jury that's out in, in that, uh, I have, I have um, probably pulled back, but within social media. So I have certainly, um, you know, filtered out some voices and in, in, uh, sources of information that uh, I don't find valuable anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, argument being, am I creating my own echo chamber? And I, I am for sure. And right. I'm pretty comfortable in my echo chamber. Um, and that is open for debate as well. How healthy is that? Um, but, but yeah, I've, I'm still actively eng engaged and I'm still actually, um, even using Twitter as, as an outlet to at the very least, uh, argue the other side, even if for right now it's kind of shouting into a void. Mm -hmm. I don't know that anybody's hearing or anybody, um, would consider any of my arguments you know, like I, <laughs> I have a kind of a side hobby of, of trolling Carl Rove mm. and it's just because I can't help it. He's just, he's, he's, he's kind of a dastardly character from the Bush administration who continually posts, um, posts things that are, that are just the easiest targets ever. So he, he would, he would go on and on and on about Hillary Clinton's email scandal, knowing full well that he himself had deleted hundreds of thousands of emails during his, his time in the White House. And so whenever he would make this comment, I would have to reply back like, oh, if anybody knows anything about emails, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Does Kalarov care that I'm tweeting Probably. back to him? Does Probably do any not. any of his followers care? I don't know. Probably not. But I still, it was an outlet for me. Well, so let me know if this is too ridiculous as a conversation point. Yeah. But you know, the, we could we can extend all the way to like rationalism and in and. Um, engagement mm-hmm. right is is a form of order and rationality it's it's a form of kind of higher thinking right yep. and then there's kind of chaos trolls trolling mm-hmm. which i would call entropy right mm-hmm. and and so if we leave this the social streets to the trolls we just we give up and it's anarchy mm-hmm. of sorts right it turns or if we want to bring things up to the higher level of discourse i'm thinking about you know the the democratic ideal of an educated populace. You know mm-hmm. the Jeffersonian ideal. Yeah. You know which which you know I'm skeptical whether that's possible. But um, so is it is it just too obvious to say that that the universe is always just seeking entropy? It just everything's always falling apart. Um, well, yeah. I mean that's the premise of chaos theory, right? Is that Things are always falling apart, and it's it's. Do we create um, a countering force to try to hold things together? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Okay. Well, that that gives us quite a lot of power theoretically if we're supposed to save the universe from itself. Well, and again, that if we go back to the promise here of social media, that does provide an opportunity, just like it does for the trolls. It does provide an opportunity for others, maybe more sensible voices, to try to counter that chaos so here's here's a funny thought the, the promise was never made mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's it's technology right the concept of twitter or facebook or or even just xml which created social media yeah. right um is simply a technology what we choose to use it for i think the promise was always implied no oh, sure it was never expressly said hey we get to do this no um i don't think any social media platform launched with um Hey, here's our promise to you. Things are going to be nice because you'll be able to get recipes from your mom. Right. And tag them. I don't know. <laughs> what are we going to do with this? I don't know. We may have we may have just, you know, hit a spot where now it's wait and see. Maybe. And, and we and we and we don't know whether there's an opportunity for a positive change here still or whether we abandon the the streets. Well, what would what would that look like in either direction? I'm curious. What what would a sign of positivity be? I think there are signs of positivity all over the place. I mean, there are, there are lots of, of social media campaigns that have raised lots of money for for various research, right? Mm-hmm. Into into diseases. There have been social media campaigns that have found lost or abducted kids. Mm-hmm. So it's there. There there is a balance there. I don't know if it's equal though. Uh, anymore, and that—that's really the question: is, is um, where have where have things tipped, hmm. or haven't they? I don't know. Is it just is it just us being crabby in the new year and uh, and and aging out of Twitter? In well, your I mean, case? That, that, yeah. Thank you. That I mean, that has been a major theme, which is we didn't win, right? And so, fine. I'm going to scowl and and shuffle my feet for four years. That's that's not healthy either. Yeah, because guaranteed there are, there are plenty of folks who support Donald Trump who think that that Twitter's doing an excellent job. It's a it's a platform that's working perfectly. Yeah, perfectly well. Well, yeah. Are they wrong? <laughs> Is that what it's really boiling down to? They're wrong and we're right. 
No, I, I don't think I'm comfortable saying that. <laughs> well, that's good. Because <laughs> that's, that's just a form of elitism that we know better, and that's probably one of the reasons we are where we are. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, yeah. I, like, I hate the echo chamber. I really do. Creating one and, mm-hmm. and speaking into one. Really? Yeah. I, uh, I don't at all. I don't need to uh, read anything from Breitbart News. I don't need to hear anything from Sean Hannity. True. That True. provides me no value. Well, right. So because because you've you've yeah you've made that evaluation. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. So man, we could have a whole topic on the value of an echo chamber. Like, is it is it is it good or bad? <laughs> I think we might have to do that. <laughs> right. All right, listeners, get back to us on this one because I we're clearly not sure. And, and so this is where we kind of maybe need some social media engagement. Oh, see? We could use it as a force of good to open a conversation on whether social media is worth it anymore. Yeah. No, there's some specific listeners that have weighed in in the past. I'd yeah. love to hear from you guys about how are you feeling right now. Oh, shit, that's a very meta concept by itself. Though. Right. How like are that. you feeling? Let's use the socials to kind of reconnect that way. Yeah. And it is self-serving it's too. The first step in our return, in taking back rebirth, the streets, take it back. Oh, That's right. It's it's the warriors all over again. Oh yeah, well, I'll be the guy clinking the bottles. Yeah, we need to watch the warriors. Mm-hmm. No, really, we'd love to hear because we clearly don't know the answer. We're only talking about questions no. right now. Yeah, yeah, we just pose the questions, Tom. You know the answers. All right, time to hit the showers. This has been the Metastential Podcast, supported by Connective DX. Don't make us do all the work. Hit us up, podcast at metastential.com. Or on Twitter, at Metastential. I might even reply, because I'm on Twitter all day long. I am not, usually. <laughs>